Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He's found Muller here, and that's another one. Five for Bayern Munich. Oh, that's what Chelsea needed! Fantastic from Willian! Bonnie! 3-1 City! And it goes towards Rooney! The goal that Manchester United needed! The goal to put Wayne Rooney level with Dennis Law! I'm Rio Ferdinand, and this is the BT Sport Champions League podcast. Last night, Arsenal were in Munich to face Bayern and Chelsea played Dynamo Kiev at Stamford Bridge. Joining me for the best BT Sport analysis was Gary Lineker, Ian Wright, Emmanuel Petit and Glenn Hoddle. Thiago. And the flag stayed down and there'll be a goal there. Arsenal were going for the offside and they paid for it. Lewandowski is the scorer. Towards Muller. Coman tried his luck and Muller makes it 2-0. Now Arsenal really are in very, very deep water here. Alaba this time, oh, that's another one. There's your answer, 3-0. Alaba again, and Robin, first touch, goal, 4-0. Nice ball in, Giroud, can he finish it? Yes, he can. Tremendous finish from Olivier Giroud. He's found Muller here, and that's another one. Five for Bayern Munich to rub it in. Two for Muller on the night. Yeah, it's very painful to watch because I believe that uh, defensively uh, we were extremely poor. It never looked like a team who uh, recently played uh, uh, as a unit and uh, overall it's a top disappointing performance. The crazy thing is that uh, we looked always like we could create chances, we could come out at the back, uh, but I feel overall uh, it's a very disappointing performance and uh, you have as well to congratulate Bayern, they're by far the better team tonight. It was a very difficult night for Arsenal. Was it a question, Rio, of Arsenal being poor or Bayern Munich being excellent or a little bit of both? I think a little bit of both. I think Bayern were undoubtedly the better team. They were fantastic on the, on the night. But I think the goal early that they got really knocked any self-belief that uh, Arsenal had in, in their team. I suppose in many ways... Uh, Manu, when, you've, when you come with a game plan that is all about counter-attacking football and soaking up the pressure, the worst You need thing to you put ingredients. Is, yeah, those ingredients. And don't fighting spirits, you know. Yeah. Uh, you have to be uh, very uh, concentrated uh, on the organisation, tactically, and uh, discipline. And uh, they were missing both. And simply, uh, when you play against Bayern Munich and they play the way they used to play, 
you're out of the game. Yeah. Ian, you, you constantly <coughs> said we, in the, the matches we've worked together with Arsenal over the recent times, you keep saying you never know what Arsenal you you're going to get. No, you don't. And um, I mean, your predictions suggest that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I did say I fancied them. And coming off of the, apart from the Sheffield Wednesday, you know, they've had a, a, a few very, very good results. So coming into the game, you'd have thought they would have been confident. But there's a couple of players um, there who you, you, you feel are going to be uncomfortable in the situation of defending for probably most of the game. Now, which players? Well, I think that Santi Cazorla was one. Um, I don't think he, 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 um, he's somebody that in a, in, a, in a game where he's not getting a lot of touches on the ball and there's a lot of high pressure on him, he's somebody that he's not going to, like I said, he's not going to beat you with the ball. So if you're in and around him, and unfortunately you got taken off, if you're in and around him, you can nick the ball off of him. And it was just once, once they scored um, the first goal and then the second, it was like when, when they played at the Emirates, it, more, it was more of a case of Bayern, Bayern at the Emirates, they didn't take their chances and Arsenal took advantage of that this time. They yeah. took their chances and they just ran away with it. They were very much the deserved winners and that's the Bayern Munich that we were expecting to see a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Let's see the positive things. It's a very good preparation for the derby on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of irony there, yes. Tottenham uh, for Arsenal on Sunday. Uh, as there are few finishes in world football better than, than Thomas Muller. No, I mean... We were disappointed last week not to see him play uh, in a more central role. Costo was unbelievable on that, created two, uh, 2v1 out wide. And the ball, we said before, it, it falls in the box and it, it just falls to this guy's feet all the time. Left foot, right foot, it doesn't matter. He knows where the goal is. I think it's, it's probably quite important to give credit to a wonderful side. Bayern Munich were terrific, weren't they? They deserved to win tonight, no doubt about it. But uh, I think they make it very easy for them as well. So. It's quite frustrating for the Arsenal fans because just before the game, we all knew that uh, at least a point will make a deal. And uh, they, they come on the pitch uh, just like, uh, yeah, beat us like, yeah. very easily. Yeah. So no character, okay. no, no passion on the pitch. I suppose um, Arsene Wenger was pretty honest in his assessment. He was clearly very despondent about <coughs> his team's defending. In many ways, the damage was done in the first two matches, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I think that definitely. Uh, that's what happens with Arsenal in, in, in previous seasons. They start slow. It happens in the, in the Premier League as well. And then they play catch-up. And then in, a, in a, a table like this with Bayern Munich, it's difficult to, to get results against. They had a fantastic result last time, but this time um, they needed that luck again and they didn't have it. They conceded early and then it was an uphill struggle from then and they never recovered. Strange side, your mob. Well, it's, it's like I said, you don't know what to... It really is feast or famine, man. It's, right. I am, yeah. I'm, I'm fine, really. I, yeah, I'll be fine. But it's just very frustrating because you want them to try and continue momentum and keep it going. Um, you know, it's always going to be an uphill task against them in the, in the Bayern arena. But the fact is, is that, you, you know, they've played well enough to try and go there and do better than they did. And Arsene Wenger said he's disappointed with the way they defended. And... They did defend pretty badly. But they're a very good side, Bayern Munich. And I, I suppose they were outflanking um, Arsenal in many ways. Yeah, I mean, um, getting the ball out wide to Costa, this guy, 1v1, drags people in, commits them, and then creates an overload with the fullbacks coming over the back. You've got Lahm and Alaba, both fantastic, if not the best fullbacks in the world at the moment. Yeah. And these goals here, 2v1s, and with, with all due respect, Campbell and Sanchez, they're not. Their first instincts are to defend. Yeah. And playing against world beaters like these guys, you've got to have people who, who are willing to want to run back and track back. And today it just wasn't that day. And here, as I said again, overloads all over the place, creating problems within the, the Arsenal back four. And you have to say again, the Arsenal back four, 
without Koscielny, um, the, the right back not playing as well. I mean, um, the, the, the depth in this squad maybe isn't good enough uh, to warrant going much further in this mm. tournament. Well, you look at like you look at the bench. You can see um, Arsenal once they lose a couple of players, how much it affects the team. And when you look at the bench, there wasn't really much to come off the bench. But you know. Like I say, this, this Bayern Munich side, what turned up uh, today, was the Bayern Munich side I think people were expecting to see two weeks ago. Yeah. This, this Bayern Munich team going for the kill and finish teams rough. Can you see any way of Arsenal getting out of this? I mean, they've got to rely on not being a draw of Bayern Munich, but you would expect Bayern Munich to beat Olympiacos. You would do, yeah. And then Arsenal, then it's up to Arsenal to go and beat um, Olympiacos in Olympiacos, which they've not done. By at least two goals. By at least two goals. So, yeah, but you don't know what Arsenal you're going to get. They might, go there. <laughs> they might get the Bayern Munich, Arsenal, get the Emirates. Yeah. You don't know. Well, hopefully it'll be a fascinating last day and Arsenal will still be in there fighting. Fabregas and Oscar arriving as well. Fished in, and that's the break that Chelsea wanted. It's gone in of Trevivitz. Corner for Dinamo Kiev, in by Yarmolenko. Matic's got in the way. Shot comes in from Trevivitz, and the deflection has Dinamo Kiev level, and it's a real setback for Mourinho and Chelsea. Williams free kick. It's in. Oh, that's what Chelsea needed. Fantastic from Willian. What a huge goal for Mourinho and Chelsea. A big relief, Jose? Big relief. I think the players deserve. Deserve working so much and not getting uh, the compensation for that uh, hard work. I think they deserve. Not bad considering the newspapers have told us all week that these players want to lose for Jose Mourinho. That wasn't that kind of performance tonight, particularly in the second half. No, no. Hey, listen, they're professional players. I mean, that is where I think it's a, a lot of rubbish is said. Um, but they've gone. They had to go. We said before the game down there, didn't we, on the pitch side? They've got to go out. It's all right saying things. They've got to go out and, and do it in actions on the pitch. And yeah, I'm, I'm delighted from tonight, Glenn. You know, it's, mm. it's good. Chelsea need a result, but let's not kid ourselves. The opposition were, were very average. They not, they're not playing a top team tonight, but mm. they've done the job. You can't ask any more. But, you know, I've seen Chelsea play an awful lot better, but they got the result tonight, which was all important. Jose needed that, wanted that result, and they got it. And you saw when they scored the togetherness there at the end. Yeah. They was they was so up for, for getting a result for each other. And with confidence so low among a lot of the players, you know, the concerns were then that this is going to be another of those nights for Chelsea and for Jose. But the man who's done so well for them so far this season, the top William, scorer for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could never... See, it was only when they scored that you felt they, they came... They started the second half better. Yeah. The first half, they were poor, dreadful. Offered absolutely nothing. But then they, when they get the goal, they came back in. But William, again, steps up to the mark. Great free kick. The, the keeper, yeah. you know, not gone in the... You know, if you look at it, he's not really he moved his feet. He's Isn't dived he? from his standing position. He, you know, it's not, it's not stuck in the corner, Glenn, yeah. is it? For me, he jumps, it's a classic one. If you see that again, as Willem's hitting it, he's in the air. He's two feet lift yeah. off the floor. Mm. You can't move. A goalkeeper has to try and get... Move, move your move feet. feet. Move yeah. your feet. You can't move your feet if your feet are in the air for that split second. He's a super player and a fantastic And actually, player. I understand the question that Matt asked of Jose. We've all been focusing on the form of Ivanovic and of Hazard mm. and Costa and Fabregas. And actually, the form that Willian has showed has gone under the radar so far this season. He's been excellent. He yeah. was a great signing. You know, I'd seen him play... Uh, when he was at Shakhtar and he, you know, he looked a class act and they did well to, I think it was, he looked like he was going to top them at the time and then yeah. Chelsea came in and he's now showing the form that, that made Chelsea sign him. He's a top, top mm. player. He's been outstanding. He's a player as well. Yeah. Yeah. And under pressure. Came on. When you're under pressure, you know, when the team are struggling, he's the one that's kept them going yeah. and playing well.
I, I, I imagine there was an enormous sense of relief around Stamford Bridge at that result, Ria. Yeah, definitely. I think especially after the, the way they were beat at, at home against Liverpool at the weekend, they needed to come back with a response. They needed to come back with a win uh, to start building some form of confidence. Um, I think confidence comes with results, like we said before, but also it's also about being in control when you've got the ball and being in control when you haven't got the ball, when you're defending. And I think that will, be, that will come after a steady stream of results and they need to start winning games. Massive turn. It's such an important goal from William, wasn't it? Especially having you know Kiev equalising in the manner it, that they did. It's, it's very easy in, in situations like this. You can blame the goalkeeper. I think the goalkeeper's got half decent position. I think he's, he's, his wall's pretty good. And William's gone over the top of that wall. It's, it's, it's a brilliant. It's a brilliant free kick. Sometimes you just got to give credit for that. The goalkeeper's got his side, and William's just hit a fantastic free kick. It's a brilliant goal. Sometimes people go over the wall and go quite high and it dips in, but that one had a lot of pace on it. He mm. didn't, he did the, it didn't get much height and it just no. went over and then straight so, in. So as soon as it gets over the wall, it's literally in. He's been Chelsea's best player Absolutely. this season. Absolutely. I think it's five free kicks he scored now this yeah. season. He's been very consistent yeah. in, that, in that way. Yeah. It's obviously a game we've, we've watched just the highlights too, but one man that was actually at the game tonight working for us on one of our other channels is, is, is Glenn Hoddle, who joins us now. Glenn, uh, good evening to you. Thanks for, thanks for hanging on behind there. How would you evaluate Chelsea's performance this evening? Well, the number one thing was uh, the result, and they've, they've come through uh, with a 2-1 win, obviously. Um, they came out on the front foot. They looked confident enough. They pinned uh, Kiev back for long spells in the first half. Um, without being fantastic, they weren't really at their very best, but they've got over the line with the wing, Gary, and uh, it's important because that confidence needs to come back into this team. You can see it. They, they're edging there, I think, in the Champions League games. Um, whether this will flow over to the, to the Premier League, it hasn't yet after they've come back from Champions League games. They've not managed to uh, get that consistency yet. But there were signs. There were signs. And... For me, second half, when Hazard and Pedro came on with 20 to go, you know, the technicians came on and they really did take Kiev, uh, take them to the throat. And uh, Hazard particularly was excellent second half when he came on. So hopefully he might get back to his very best because Chelsea, this team at the moment, needs him firing on all cylinders. But uh, Willam was the difference. He really was. He's the one that's been playing exceedingly well, even when the team's been playing poor. And tonight, he was the one pulling the strings, creating, and obviously uh, is the match winner with the fantastic free kick that he scored. Obviously, a lot of talk this week, Glenn, about the players and unrest, etc., etc., against the manager. Do you, looking at that performance, do you think the players are backing Jose? They're right behind him? Yeah, I think there's been a lot of talk this week off the pitch, but you have to follow that up with actions on the pitch, and they did that. They were, they were at it from the beginning. As I say, they weren't free-flowing, as, as we've seen Chelsea in the past, but you could see their attitude was right. And when Willem scored in the end there, the, 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 the whole team went together. There was that unity there that we've seen for many, many years with Chelsea. So I don't think, uh, I don't think there's a problem like people are saying about them playing for the manager. I just think there's a lot of mistakes being made and they're trying to re rectify them and, and, and move on and get that confidence. I think they'll, uh, they've been fortunate that they're, they're in a group at the moment with the dodgy period of time and the form that they're in, they're in a relatively easy group. And I think they'll, they'll come through this group. There's no doubt about that now. Um, a stiffer group, they might have been out. But who's to say by the time the last 16 comes round, Chelsea might be up, up the Premier League, up in top four places, and uh, firing on all cylinders again, Gary. And I think they, they, they've got the capabilities and the quality to go a long way in this trophy. It might not seem that at the moment, but they've certainly got to get the, the, those games under their belt and the confidence, but they're, they're capable of that. 
Glenn, thanks very much uh, for joining us. We'll let you go. Uh, Rio, uh, is, it, is this just a crisis of confidence? <laughs> is it just a matter of putting a, a, a few results together and they're OK? Yeah, it is, a, it is a crisis of confidence, definitely. I mean, I remember back to when I was playing and um, you can see the goal when you're in a run like this, when you, you can't find a win. And it's, oh, no, yeah. not again. Mm. Well, when you're confident and you're firing on all cylinders and you're on a good run of form and the players are playing, you, can, you know your, your match winners are, are lively, you go a goal down, it's like, get the ball out of the net, put it on the halfway line, we'll go back, we'll score now, we'll come back into the game. That's the difference and that's what they've got to recreate and find now. And that comes with actually playing games, winning and trying to go a goal up and then controlling the game rather than panicking and just trying to skip over the line. It's, it, it's all between here, isn't it? Is it between the ears? Absolutely. You can't... Like Hazard, for, us, for instance, you can't go from what he's been... The consistent, um, consistency he's shown over the last few years, not only in England but in France, and then have a, the start of the season, what he's had so far, and think that it's all over for him. He's going to get it back. I'm sure he's going to get it back. Costa's going get, to get something back. And then you have to say, when Costa, Fabregas and even was fly, firing, they, they were yeah. scintillating. You know what I mean? And like, like the gaffer said there, like Glenn Oliver said there, it's, uh, if they get that going, they could, they could start causing problems. Looking at Barcelona, expected victory for them. Interesting stat that they've started 11 games this season, both started, Suarez and Neymar, 20 goals between them. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's great to see two great players at the top of their form, peak powers, uh, performing so readily together um, on the same wavelength. Uh, very unselfish when they both get in and there's an opportunity to give someone else a chance to score and they seem like they're in it together which is really, really nice to see. Yeah, even when Messi's not there, he was, in, he was in the stands watching. Barcelona are going to take some stopping, I think, in yeah. this, this year. When Messi comes back and they've got them three up front, that's going to be very difficult to combat. If Messi can get back in the team. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> going to have to be very professional. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I think he might be. On Tuesday, Manchester City beat Sevilla and Manchester United left it late to defeat CSKA Moscow at Old Trafford. Here's more of the best bits with Paul Scholes, Owen Hargreaves, Lindsay Hipgrave, Steve McManaman and Harry Redknapp. Fernandinho and Raheem Sterling scores for Manchester City! Wilfred Bonny, what a save! In second time, Fernandinho, 2-0 City! Cholo, Koukei... Congratulations, you qualified, you threw with two games to spare. What does that say about this team? <laughs> first, uh, the first feeling is uh, finally, uh, you know, we were ju it's, it's a difficult group and for us to be qualified with two games spare, I mean, it's, uh, it's an incredible, incredible achievement and, uh, you know, we, we go on and it'd be a first for us to finish first in a group and that's important, um, you know, we've been unlucky in the draws before so we need to make sure that uh, we can reach the first spot now. Raheem, congratulations. Your first goal, your first Champions League goal. Very special, I would imagine. Yeah, it was definitely a, a special goal for me, first goal in the Champions League. Um, but the most important thing was uh, the way the team played tonight. I thought we'd done, done great and, and took our chances where we needed to. City through with two games to spare. And Steve, you were here when the draw took yeah. place. And would you ever have believed that? Well, I, well you always believed that they would... Um, qualify, even though they got drawn in a difficult group, Lindsay, but 
you cannot believe they qualified for two games when they lost the first game mm. and then you know struggled to beat Mönchengladbach and then get a last last minute winner against Sevilla first time round. But this performance. If anything, they're getting better as the, as the competition goes on, and that's what you want. Maybe they're going to hit the right strides later on in the, in the tournament, which is what they want, because they certainly saved their best performance. This was lovely movement by Raheem Sterling in and out, and, and him and Fernandinho, yep. you know, this is, this is on the training ground, because he waited and waited and waited, and it was brilliant moving, movement, sorry, and he had the, the severe defender all over the place. And he finished it off, but this was their best performance by far, Manchester City. Very, very powerful and very impressive. Sterling caused all sorts of problems yeah, tonight, Harry. He did. Involved in that second goal as well yep. for Fernandinho, who, who again was brilliant. It was difficult to pick out a Sterling. It was such a good all-round team performance. Great work again from Sterling. Boney, you know, looked like and suddenly Fernandinho has arrived in the box. We, we looked at him to be his holding midfield player tonight, but he's got forward as much as anybody. He's been incredible, the amount of it, the work rate he's put in tonight. But everything about City's performance mm. was first class. They're defending, they headed balls as, out the box, as Vincent Company said, and they attacked in numbers. They absolutely... It was such an exciting performance. Absolutely yeah. enjoyed it. I think that was the great thing. The entertainment value mm. was great as well. It really was. This, doesn't, this wasn't a 1-0 a performance where they were strong defensively and hanging on. This was a performance which was 3-1, but actually could have been 6 Well, easily. at this point, we thought, oh, no, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got back into the game. and Listen, it was a lovely goal, wasn't it? Tremolinas at the far post. And Otamendi just gets caught ball-watching, really. You see him go out, but he doesn't really make a challenge. I think he gets scared because he's in the in penalty box, area. Yeah. But this was a really nice goal from Sevilla and you thought, you thought they were going to get back into the game. And again, Vincent Company was talking about big performances. Another one was from the goalkeeper who's Great been excellent save, in the it? Champions League. Great save, low down. You know, they scored his game on. They'd have been right back in two all. But uh, almost immediately, City, you know, they go up the other end and uh, a fantastic goal. Great, great kick and a great bit of skill from Navas. And another, you know, another excellent goal. That must have done Boney's confidence a world of good tonight. A good performance. And a good performance as well. The manager, he's picked the right team tonight. People, you know, looked and questioned, is it the right team? De Bruyne are not playing, but fantastic. Four marks to the manager. That's twice the last two games. Yeah. He, he made a substitution late at, uh, at the Etihad and it worked and they won the game. And today he's picked the right team yet again. So full credit as well to Big him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, and when, to leave out De Bruyne. When the man with no shirt on there, when he plays, <laughs> y they get results. He came off against Juventus. They lost the game. Didn't play against Mönchengladbach. They won the game, but they struggled. Suddenly, when he's at the back, everybody around him looks a lot more confident, don't they? They know he's yeah. there. Everybody else is full of confidence. Everybody can drive forwards and a really good performance tonight. But Harry, you watched that game yeah. in Studio 2 um, for us on, on one of the other channels. Uh, Manchester City, very impressive performance, wasn't it? Fantastic performance, Gary. Right in the first whistle, they, they came out. Their intention was to, to go on and win the game and they attacked Seville every opportunity and they just couldn't handle them. Mm. They created so many chances tonight. They could have scored five or six goals easily. Manuel Pellegrini alluded to a change of tactics, not been happy with the way they're playing. What was the difference? Well, Fernandinho and uh, Yaya Touré tonight, they, they both bombed forward at every opportunity and got up and Boney held the ball up well and they had runners from midfield to join him. The two wide men were in great form. Sterling was excellent and Navas was as good as I've seen him play. You know, he's, he's, we said earlier his final ball tonight, you know, unusually hasn't been great, but tonight it was, he's, he picked out a couple of good crosses. But it was a solid performance and uh, as well as, you know, they were solid, but also had loads going forward and uh, it was a real 
real good all-round performance. I suppose to put it in context, Rio, I mean, Sevilla have, have won their last 10 games in European football, so to go there and win so emphatically, at home, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it was never no easy task going there. We were mentioning it before and we thought it would be a really, really difficult game. But I think it's great to see Pellegrini's come across this new formation. I think we've been speaking about it for a number of weeks, a number of seasons, really, that the way they play, which is very, very attack-minded in the, in the Premier League, you can't really do that as much in the, in the Champions League. You've got to find a way that's a bit different to what you normally do to adapt to the Champions League. And it's great to see that they've done that. Um, whether it will work against a top, top team will remain to be seen. But they, they deserve huge credit tonight because it's a tough place to go, Seville. Always helps when you get off to a cracking start as well, doesn't it, Paul? Yeah, it does. That's a great win for City tonight. Um, Abdi stumbled across his formation with, with, with Silva not being fit. Um, I'm not too sure, but to have them three powerful midfield players, uh, I thought tonight it was, a, it was a good away European team and it, it's turned out that way. And, and I suppose also he's vindicated in leaving De Bruyne out. He's been terrific since he joined. That was a yeah. bit of a surprise, but now oh, that's who came in. Before, but full credit to the manager. He's picked the right team tonight, no doubt about that. And... Uh, Competition for places, Silva, Aguero, when they come back, they're going to look very strong. Yeah, it shows also what, what terrific squad they've got. Yeah. Great strength in depth and you yeah. know, Sterling is, is scoring a goal and good finish too. Yeah, uh, Sterling was excellent tonight. You know, his, his movement was first class and uh, at times, you know, he's dragged, he's dragged the fullback in short here and spun him behind him and uh, great little pass. And it was a good finish. I mean, mm. that's, it's, he's, he's got in that position so many times this year and not scored, and it, but it was a good side foot finishing at the bottom corner and he, he, was, he was good on the night. This was the, um, the next goal, Fernandinho's goal, more good Again, work. yeah, Sterling's done great again and, uh, you know, Boney's, you know, he fancied him to score but Fernandinho's followed up again and kept arriving in the box all night. Well, one thing City have got in wide areas is real pace with Navas and Sterling and no, if, they, if, if they're on farm, you've got the three older midfield players can, you know, can look after the other team. Although Fernandino looked like he was getting fired, he could have scored two or three, but mm. you know, the real pace in the team, which helps. He's, he's adapted to life at Manchester City well, Raheem Sterling, hasn't he? If he can just add more consistency to his finishing, to the rest of his game and his movement and everything else, you have quite a player, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, finishing, I think, has been always the thing that's been the question mark in his game, the end product. But um, you can see he's all-round game developing there. You can see the runs, the movement. From a wide player, you, that's what you want him to, to play higher. And then when he does come inside, bring the fullback, ask him the question, do you want to come with me? And if he does, he's got the pace to get right behind him. And that was a great example there. Are we looking, do you think, Harry, perhaps a you know, sort of pivotal moment for Manchester City in European football? This will give them real belief, won't oh, it, going into the knockout stage? Yeah, especially if they've got, the, they've got to go to Juventus now. That's going to be the crunch game as to who finishes mm. top, probably. Which is important. Important. If they can, yeah, they, they want to avoid, you know, the one of the... Uh, they mm. normally end up with a bad draw, don't they? Okay. So it's important they go there and try to get that win. Lingard, and he goes to one Of course, uh, I'm very happy with the result, but also with the performance of my players. They play so organized, so compact. It is not easy to disorganize them. Uh, so we have done that 90 minutes uh, or 85 uh, till the live, uh, last five minutes, I think. We played uh, only to score and they were only here to defend. I was very proud of my players. They did it very well and uh, the goal was fantastic.
When the going gets tough, the tough get going. There are a few tougher than Wayne Rooney, Rio. Yeah, well, we mentioned before, he always seems to just pop up with a goal when it's needed. The pressure's on, people are doubting him. Has, is he over the hill? Is he too old now? And he always seems to come good, and it, it was pleasing to see, really. I mean, David De Gea and Chris Smalling need special mention before that goal. They made a great save and a block on the line. And then to go up the other end with Carrick with a fantastic pass to Lingard and Rooney in the place where he's always to finish it off. And it was a, it was, it was a good night, worrying at, at times, but they got the job done, which was important. I suppose in many ways, Paul, watching a display like that, it gets a little bit edgy, but and it, it may not have been the most emphatic victory that Manchester United have ever endured under their own floodlights. But sometimes those kind of results are really significant and important for confidence and all sorts of reasons. Yeah, they are, especially for confidence. I think they played with a real intent tonight. I think you know, they passed it forward a lot more. Michael Carrick and the team made a big difference, I think. Daley Blind was passing it forward. The, the full-backs were bombing on. And crosses were coming to the box, and you, know, you just like to see more of that from United. I think that was more of a Man United performance. Okay, they didn't create many clear-cut chances, but as Wayne said in his interview, when you when you're playing against teams who come with ten men ten men behind the ball, it's very difficult to break down. So I think you have to give him credit. I think Jesse Lingard needs special mention. I think everything United did that was good came through him, and as Rio said, Michael's Michael's ball to him was brilliant. But Jesse's Jesse's. You know, to square it across the box on the volley that first time was, was brilliant. Adjustment in system and everything's paid off. In the end, a win is a win. Well, I think it was a better performance, especially at times. As they were saying, they played a little bit quicker forward. And um, I think if you get the man some service, Wayne Rooney will score your goals. You know, mm. and, and that's always been the case. Obviously, he's had a few dry spells. But I thought it was a more typical United performance today. And obviously, David De Gea keeps him in the game at a crucial time and United dominated for large spells, 70% possession but didn't really create a ton of clear-cut chances but it was a, a better performance from United and I think fans will be will be hopeful that this is a sign of things to come. I think the difference in United tonight they still had a 70% possession but was the directness with it there was a there was a means at the end of it they wanted to try and score goals. Do you sense that that was a under orders from Louis van Gaal, do you think? Because you know, because he, he can be quite stubborn, they say, that in, in the pattern of his play. Do you think that that instruction has come from him? Like, let's get it forward quicker. I, I think so. I, yeah. I presume so. I hope so. He's the manager and they decide how to play. And I, I think they came out right from the word go with, a, with an intent to pass it forward. They played the two lads up front, Wayne, Justin behind Martial. And you have to say it was a lot better. It was much more like watching Man United. OK, didn't create many clear-cut chances, but it was, it was a lot better and something that was, I think could be exciting for in, in the games to come. We said before the game that two home wins would see them through and they've got one of them out of the way. I think today the big difference um, was that they played forward a lot quicker. They had players around um, Wayne Rooney. They played two up front with Martial which was huge for him, and got the ball wide and flooded the box. And um, we've been asking and crying out for that, the fans at Manchester United for the last few games. And they put, they put CSK under pressure for spells of that game. But it's a big improvement on the last, last few games. When you're managing a side, Harry, and, you, you, and, and the confidence perhaps in front of goal is a little bit low, and they've, they've gone three games without scoring, three nil-nils. How, how, as a manager, can you influence things in, in that way? I mean, he's changed the system. Is that the mm. best way to do it? Or is it just best to encourage them to just keep doing the right thing? I think you just got to keep encouraging people to keep getting in there, Gary. I mean, you, you know mm. better than anybody you're a goal scorer and, you know, you, you have little dry spells where it doesn't go, but eventually, you know, it'll come and you've got to keep working at keep practising, keep working at it. Um, and, you know, tonight is... Rooney's got back on the score sheet again, which is good for him. It'll give him confidence. But I don't think he's a boy who ever 
looks like he's too short of confidence. The lad's not much better than I do, but uh, I wouldn't think he's a, he's a lad who, who lacks confidence. No, we talked uh, quite a lot of length about Wayne uh, yeah. before the game. Michael Carrick's been a big miss in this team, I think. I think now he will stay in this team from that performance. And you can't underestimate the cushion volley from Jesse. He puts on a plate for Wayne. And Wayne is in whatever mood he's in, he's not going to miss from there. I think it seemed we, from the first minute that they had the, the instructions to play the ball forward and put this team under pressure. Definitely. They, they obviously have to win the, the last two games at home and you could see straight away. I think in games gone by, Michael Carrick would have just passed that simply square and, let's, and, and then go on the other, other side of the pitch and then let the team get back in and, and get a good shape there. Takes the defenders out of one ball. You talked about... Michael Carrick there, the, the importance he, he has within this particular side. Is, is it slightly disconcerting, though, for Manchester United that they rely so heavily on someone that is, what, now 34 years old? No, I don't think so. He, he's there. He, he, Van Gaal, I don't really think Van Gaal liked him that much, to be honest with you. Not? No, I don't think why, so. Why, why, why do you say that? Because he's not played he's him He's not played time, him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael's a player who needs to be playing. He's, he's not the type of player who comes in for one game. Goes, goes out for three games, come back. He's a player, he needs rhythm, he needs rhythm in the game. Alex Ferguson always said it, it takes him five or six games to get going. And it, you know, we've, we've played with Michael. Oh, Fantastic. You, what, yeah. what, what a footballer. Fantastic. Great, great pass of the ball. He mm. can stick a ball into a forward, he can hit it wide like he did today. And, you know, if they can keep him fit, keep him in the team, I, I think they'll be a lot better. Yeah, yeah. listen, I, I think Carrick is. You know, he's vital. They bought Schweinsteiger in, in you know, and you thought, well, why have they bought him in, really? Suddenly they bought a couple of midfield players in because probably Carrick was the one he was probably maybe looking to, to, to shove us to one side. But he's, for me, he'd be in the team any day. He's a fantastic footballer. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a different Manchester United one. Mm. You could see right from the first whistle whether it was Michael Carrick who made the difference, whether the manager wanted them to pass. I, I hope it was the manager because... You know, when, when you pass the ball, you, you have to pass the ball forward. You have to have full-backs bombing on. That's the way Manchester United play. You have to commit people into the box, and tonight they did that. And here's Nacho, and he scored! Quite what the goalkeeper, Kevin Trapp, was doing is a mystery. In a very strange position. But what a well-executed volley from a player who's only been on the pitch for two minutes. It is Di Maria. Oh! The width of the frame of the goal away from making it 1-1. What a great effort. Hits it beautifully. You see it curl outside the post. Comes back in. So unlucky. Interesting little moment we, we've, we've spotted towards the end of the game. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo with the uh, Paris Saint-Germain head coach, Laurent Blanc. A little whisper in my ear, maybe. I might be available in the summer, Laurent. <laughs> Twitter thinks so. They've been going bonkers with that one this evening, as you might expect. I don't know. But there are not many places he can go. He can either perhaps go, what, back to Manchester United or, or PSG, if he ever wants to go anywhere else. Yeah, I think he if, might not be happy with Rafa, who knows? I don't know. I mean, if, if, if he gets asked to do too much defensive responsibilities, I think he'd be looking for somewhere else to go. But <laughs> I don't know. Doing it on the pitch like that, I don't think that's Ronnie's style. No, not at all. Where, where, where can he go, Harry? Do you think he'll finish his days at Real Madrid? England and play, wouldn't you, in the Premier yeah. League? Wouldn't it be fantastic? Mm. I don't yeah. know where he could go now, but probably... Who could afford him? Man City, yeah, Man United would like him. Man City, I'm sure, would like him as well. But it was good to see Eduardo score as well tonight for Shakhtar. Mm. You know, breaking his leg at Arsenal yeah. and 
to Very come true. back. It's fantastic to see him back yeah. playing well. It certainly is. Interesting, Rio, looking at Real Madrid and, and Ronaldo's situation. I know you're certainly plenty of good times with, with Cristiano. I noticed he's got, a, he's got a book out and I saw the serialisation, a little read through it. It seems, it seems that you guys weren't that kind to him early on, almost, almost bullied him a little bit in training. Is that true? Or no, but we, we didn't bully him. In friendly manner, I'm sure. Yeah, but, but it was just, we all saw the huge potential that he had mm. and he came over and his first thought was to entertain and we wanted to win and we knew that with him in our team, if he had end product, we had a far better chance of, mm. of being successful. So, to say a better word, we were kicking it out of him, yeah. the entertainment factor, to get the actual end product, the goals and the assists. And so that was like a deliberate ploy, and you think overall it's probably served him well? 100%. It wasn't something that we would have spoke about. It was just something that natural that we would have thought, listen, this guy's got the talent to take us over the line to the next level. And to do that, he's got to start passing the ball. I remember Ruud van Nistelrooy almost walked in from training because he was doing about 50 step-overs and he said, I can't play with this. Cross yeah. the ball so I can make runs to score goals. A couple of Paul Scholes tackles would have sorted that out. Is that trained? <laughs> Did do, I don't worry about that. <laughs> when he got near him. <laughs> yeah. To catch him first, yeah. Um, no, look, it was like every player with talent. You, you need them to work back. You need them to work for the team and if you're going to be a successful team. And he... You know, he didn't really entertain the, the thought of running back, did he, and, and defending. And you have to say that's the way he's brought up and you know, the talent that he had, it, it made up for that. We, we didn't care towards the end, really, you, did we? You, you, see it straight, you must have seen it straight away. The fact that he was deep, so outstanding, you just thought, crikey, what we got here. We were, we were all in the toilet, remember? We played against Sporting Lisbon. All in the toilet. Yeah, we, we played against Sporting <laughs> Lisbon. <bit> Half-time <laughs> comes, we played against uh, Sporting Lisbon. Half-time comes, we come in, he was like a 17-year-old. No one had heard about him. Yeah. Just back off tour, we was all jet lagged, etc. And we're in the toilet going, we've got to sign this guy. And we're looking in the change room and seeing Shazy was marking him. John O'Shea was like this. He <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get couldn't get near him. Sorry, Shazy, but it was um that was the moment you say, well, we have to by the time we got home, he was signed and still delivered. Yeah. I mean extraordinary talent. I mean talking about Real Madrid, Real Madrid, Owen, the, the way they're progressing under Rafa Benitez. Can you see improvements? Can you see a likelihood that they could go on and win the Champions League? I don't know if they're progressing. If anything, I think they're tactically they're probably regressing in the sense that Casemiro was on loan at Porto last season. He's a defensive midfield player. He's playing ahead of Hamas today. And that just shows the respect that Real Madrid have and Benitez has for the opposition and PSG. He realised that you can't have a ton of ball players out there. PSG has one of the highest possession sets in the, in the Champions League. So I think tactically, this is a very dangerous team, Real Madrid, with all those individuals. Yeah. And, a, and a degree of defence. And a bit of, a bit of yeah. control as well. I think Which Rafa Benitez is, is, is known to be a cautious coach. I think, they're, the, I think they're heavy favourites with Bayern <laughs> to, to win the Champions League. I really do. Yeah. With that tactical news to add with Bale and Ronaldo and Benzema, yeah. it could be scary. I, I think both of these teams will win the Champions League. You, know, you look at the teams. PSG there. as well. Yeah, PSG as well. I, I, I think they've been really good the last, last couple of years, just falling when they've come up against the better teams, against the Madrids and, and Barcelona's maybe. But I think there's, there's real talent in that team and I, I won't be surprised if any of these two teams go on to win it. Hmm. No, I don't, I don't fancy PSG. No. Um, no I not ready I, yet, not quite. No, I just don't think they've got the, the, the personnel to do it. I don't think that they've... Ooh, I don't know. Really defensively, I don't think they're, they're fantastic. Um, I just think Madrid, yeah. with the likes of Ronaldo, with Bao, and added with the Benitez defensive maturity and now I think they've got a real opportunity to go out there and stifle teams and then really hit teams on the break when they need to. Thanks for listening to the Champions League podcast. We'll be back again next round for more of the best insight analysis. See you then.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 